0: Welcome to How Do You Write. I'm your host, Rachel Herron. On this podcast, I talk to authors about how they write, what their process is, and how their lives fit together. I'll keep each episode short so you can get back to writing. Hi, listeners. Welcome to episode number 12 of How Do You Write? And I'm your host, Rachel Herron. And today's going to be super short and super brief in my little catch-up because I talked to somebody who's just awesome, my friend Courtney Gillette. Whose memoir will be coming to a bookstore near you very soon. Um, I know this because I've read it and it is. Just gorgeous and beautiful and you will really enjoy the chat that I had with her as I am the luckiest podcaster in the world talking to the best people. Um, I have had a very fun week of family and friends, and a writer friend is in town staying with me. and we've just kind of been tooling around the city, San Francisco, and going to bookshops and and thinking about words and making words. and I have been making those words lots of words written. And other than that, oh, I have a book coming up next week. (laughs) I should tell you about that. That comes out on Monday on August 28th, I believe it is. And it is the second book in the Darling Songbirds trilogy coming out from Random House, Australia, and it's available worldwide. And uh, it was really fun to write. And that's, I'm writing the third book in the series right now. And that is the book that is still going really well. It's, freaking me out y'all. So, um, that's all just writing, writing and living and, uh, really enjoying being a full time writer is one of the best things that's ever happened to me. So I just, um, and loving every minute. So let's jump right on into the interview. Uh, I love what she says, what we talk about briefly about not beating ourselves up as writers. I believe that we are really prone to that. So if you are beating yourself up this week about your writing or what you haven't done, um, stop it. Quit it. Knock it off right now. Just be proud of yourself for the writer that you are and the writer that you will always be. And um, if you can't get the words today, then sit down tomorrow and get some if you can. Okay, but don't beat yourself up. We don't need that. And we will jump into the interview right now with Courtney. Enjoy. Okay, well, welcome. We are talking to Courtney Gillette, who is a friend of mine, and I'm so happy to have her on the show. Hello, Courtney. Hi. Just a little bio. Courtney Gillette is an essayist and reviewer, reviewing books for Lambda Literary since 2010. She co-hosts the Hustle Reading Series and helps behind the scenes at BinderCon and has served as a judge for the Lambda Literary Awards. And in 2013, her work was chosen by A.M. Holmes for the Master's Review and nominated for a Pushcart Prize. And most recently, she was one of the finalists for the BuzzFeed Emerging Writers Fellowship. And she lives in Brooklyn with one bookseller and three cats which I think is actually a very good ratio I think it three booksellers nice and, and one cat, that would be difficult. <laughs>
1: it would be different, definitely. There'd be a lot more talk of books, I imagine.
0: <laughs> Which is probably already a lot in your household.
1: Oh, goodness. Yes, it's like living in a library, but in the book way, not in the quiet way.
0: <laughs> I just, I just, I, I a friend of mine is in town and we went to this bookstore that I love in San Francisco. And it's always a mistake. I don't, I don't like, mm-hmm. I just came mm-hmm. out with books I shouldn't have bought, but they were. always, Yeah. Yeah, it's a good oh, yeah. problem to have. Okay, yeah. well, let's talk about your writing process. What is the best time okay. of day for you to write, and where do you write?
1: Um, this depends on where. Ah. Um, I have a little desk in my so at home at my desk. Early, early morning works best. What is early um, for you? But then you? if I'm writing in a cafe, like early for me, <laughs> there's like what's actually early, and then what is my ideal early? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, it's it's nice. My day job doesn't start till 9.30. So if I can get to my desk by 7, 7.30, I have like a good hour or hour and a half of writing time before I have to leave. Oh, um, I want to be one of those people who wake up at like 5 a.m. And I'm just not there yet. <laughs> oh, um, so, you know, slow, slow process. <laughs> um, but then, you know, like if I'm writing in a cafe or in a library, I can kind of write any time of day, which is nice.
0: Yeah. Are you distracted at all by the cafe patrons or... If I can put in headphones
1: and just kind of like plug along, it's pretty good. Um, um, I have a white noise app yes. on my phone too, so that is very effective for drowning drowning out the cafe and uh, public noises. I
0: I love <laughs> sorry, my... as we're talking, there's a cat walking back and, and I love it. i you're kidding. <laughs> That's AFO. That is that is a cat, not a bookseller. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I live with I I. Absolutely love my white noise app, and I we probably have the same one, but it also has a, a cafe sound, like a crowded oh, room sound, uh-oh. which I use a uh-huh. lot. If the cafe is not quite crowded enough, I will actually put it on and turn it up. <laughs> oh, that's smart. And how do you write? Are you longhand, computer, a mix?
1: I am on the computer most like 99% of the time. Am um, and yeah, and I've, I've fallen into being a Mac user, I use the pages app, um, oh. which. A couple years ago, I got it. It was just cheaper than Microsoft Office. And I now love it. Um, People who love it, love it. Yeah. Yeah. And they have, you know, there's, I think you can do this in Word too, but that enter full screen mode where it kind of, it just shows you the page and it blanks out the rest of the desktop
0: and all the noise. Yeah. Does that actually keep um, notifications from coming in, binging? It does. (laughs) It does if you
1: turn them off. (laughs) I guess it's to say it doesn't. yeah i also always write with the freedom app on so it's like any facebook type things are denied during that time
0: too. listeners if you don't have freedom i cannot recommend it more highly you get to choose how long you turn the internet off for and i i i swear by it so (laughs) okay and are you a plotter or a pantser when it comes to your writing
1: oh i am a pantser are you okay (laughs) This is a fun question because, you know, for the last couple of years, I've been working on a memoir, which you think memoir would lend itself to plotting. <laughs>
0: you um, do. That's why I'm so surprised. You think? <laughs> but
1: I'm, I'm certainly having the opposite experience where it's almost like I have had to write a ton of material in order to then uh-huh. go back and organize what shape I need the story to be. Um, so it has definitely been, you know, flying by the seat of my pants in terms of writing this memoir that I'm working on and, and structuring it.
0: Which, um, full disclosure, I have read a draft of, and it <laughs> is freaking brilliant people. This is why oh, I want to report me on the show. I cannot wait until it is out in the world because I'm going to share it everywhere. What is the worst writing advice you've ever been given?
1: Oh, I love this question. Um, the worst advice actually given to me has been to write every day. Yeah. Um, because I've used that advice to beat myself up merciless, mercilessly, mercifully,
0: <laughs> <laughs> mercilessly, <laughs> mercilessly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I've used that
1: advice to beat myself up endlessly. Um, because you know, it's like I've always been a writer who also has a full-time job. I was a teacher. Um, I worked in administration at a nursery school for a while. I'm now at a literary nonprofit. Um, and so when you're working full time, at least for myself, I couldn't write every day, you know, it was like, I was very exhausted a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, and so kind of letting go of that, um, and I actually had a great moment. Like a year and a half ago, when my friends and I started the Hustle Reading series, one of our first guests was Daniel Jose Older. Mm-hmm. And he, he's fantastic. And he, you know, when kind of talking to the audience, he said he wanted to dispel the myth of write every day. He was like, you know, some people can't and that's
0: okay. Like write when you can. And it was just
1: the permission in that has been wildly
0: helpful. Oh, so it's great because it is such a pervasive piece of advice. Mm-hmm. And and it works for a lot of people. It works. It works for me in a lot of ways. But um, but then I'm one of those people. I write really hard a lot, and then I, and then I accidentally turn around, and a month has gone by without writing at all. So totally, and that's yeah, that's recovery. That's recovery time. So yes. I'm really glad to hear you say that, and I hope that that will dispel the mis- the myth for other people who are listening. What secret writing tip of awesomeness have you discovered the hard way? Ooh, um
1: the hard way i've discovered that i need to finish things um and i think this is actually great advice that has passed along but um i very very much a lot of the time i start things and i don't finish them mm-hmm. and it also just starts to build this sense of i'm not doing anything mm-hmm. you know it's like i i had um I was lucky, like two years ago, I had a month at a writing residency at the Vermont Studio Center. And one of the first things I did when I got there is I kind of went back through, you know, all of my writing documents from the last couple of months, convinced that I had not written anything. And I actually had been writing a lot. I just hadn't been finishing anything. <laughs> so, oh, wow. so the hard way, I have learned that I need to finish things, not only because then when something's finished, you know, you you can edit it and you can send it out into the world, you can find a home for it. But also for myself, it's like it gives wow. me such a better sense of accomplishment and real perspective on how much I do accomplish as a writer. Yeah,
0: yeah. What What are the things that you're starting and not finishing? Are these essays or
1: mostly essays? Yeah, I've been I've been mostly married to to essays and uh, and this memoir for the last couple of years. Um, and I, way before that, I did used to write short stories, um, put it down, start a story, start an idea, start an essay, and then just kind of like meander off and then tell myself for weeks that I'm a terrible writer, you know, when it's just like, if I just finished things, (laughs) I would have a lot more, I'd have a lot more to show,
0: you know, I, I, everything we're talking about right now brings back to my, I think it's an Elizabeth Gilbert quote, and I'll, and I will misquote it terribly, but she says that you just have to give yourself a lot more forgiveness in writing than... Than mm-hmm. we do,
1: like mm-hmm. writers are,
0: we're so good at beating ourselves up either for not finishing things or for not writing every day or for out for all of these mm-hmm. things. But then to see that you are writing and 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 did realizing yeah. that help you finish things while you were at the residency? Did you? It
1: did definitely. It it you know it, it showed me it showed me a lot too about my process. Um, you know where it's like perhaps there are essays that I start writing that they're not worth finishing. But if I can finish even the bad things, I learn so much from that, you know, and, and endings are not my strong suit, <laughs> which I'm learning right now. The, the memoir I'm working on, I'm, the biggest sticking point right now is the ending. Um, and I, I think that developing the muscle of finishing stories, of finding a natural conclusion, of, of seeing it through is, is for me, that, that's, that's a part of the craft that I, you know, I'm still working on.
0: For me, that was the biggest magic part of my writing life was the very first time I ever finished a novel, even though it was in mm-hmm. terrible shape and it was, it was awful. <laughs> I, I'd never finished anything in my entire life, even mm-hmm. including through my master's degree. I'd never finished mm-hmm. anything. So the words the end to me are, are are super, super awesome. So, Oh, yeah. And how do you yeah. refill the creative well for yourself?
1: this you know it's it's a little bit cliche but I I am a sucker for a great art museum yeah um, I think you know being kind of bookish you know and like always being in words and being in language being able to just wander around an art museum and kind of zone out and and you know have visual stimulus is really really it's really you know rejuvenating for me um yeah. And also in New York City, museums are blessedly quiet, um, especially if you go on a weekday and there's not a ton of tourists. So I've had some lovely, lovely afternoons just kind of walking around a very quiet and a very like, you know, beautiful museum space.
0: That makes me want to be in one right now. <laughs> Do you have a favorite museum in New York or is that impossible?
1: It's it's kind of impossible. It's yeah. nice that we have so many. Uh, yeah. Um, although I did I finally last month I got over to the Whitney, which the Whitney is now the new Whitney, which is downtown, and it's fantastic. Oh. It's a really, really cool space
0: oh our our moma just reopened, so i've got to I've got to oh, get it oh good I think it was a few months ago. I haven't gotten there yet, but yeah, I will, I will get there. okay, next question on really bad days, what other profession do you wish you had or had chosen? I wish...
1: I wish I had chosen to be a dancer. Really? And my, like, dream, yeah, I know. This is this is a weird one. Um, my dream gig, like, if I could wake up tomorrow and just, like, be a different person and have a different gig, I would want to be a backup dancer for Beyonce. <laughs> oh,
0: that's the best dancer ever. <laughs>
1: just a backup dancer. You know, <laughs> it's like I don't have to be center stage,
0: right. you know,
1: but just to be a backup dancer and to, like, have that level of discipline and that level of awesomeness. Yeah. You know, I would I would be so happy. But yeah, dancing is you know I have a lot of admiration for it. My my brother's a I call him an acrobat, but he calls himself a, a physical theater dancer. Um, But yeah, I I would that's my fantasy. Do my you fantas-
0: have Do you have so. the dance in you? Do you go out and dance? Is that <laughs> oh, something like if you asked me ten years ago? <laughs> i do i do love dancing
1: you know yeah. and it's it's a shame that you know the older i get the less i go out and the less dancing that there is in my life um but you know it's like i i love movement definitely oh
0: i love that answer thank you for that that's that's it was unexpected and 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 very delightful so good. <laughs> <laughs> can you give us a quick craft tip of any sort
1: Sure. Yeah, I was thinking about this question. And this one, it's like, it's super basic, but it it helps me so much where it's the very simple trick of whenever I'm writing something, and especially when I'm writing an essay, and I'm trying to like evoke a past time. Mm -hmm. If there's something specific, I can't remember, like the name of a movie or like the name of a town, I will just write XX, and then keep going Mm -hmm. to fill in later. Um, It took me the longest to figure that out where I'd be writing and then I'd be like, oh my gosh, but what was that Portishead album? And then I'd like, be down an internet <laughs> k-hole of, you know, all of Portishead's discography where it's just like, yeah. no, I just could have written XX and then keep going with the story at hand.
0: I think that I, I learned that pretty late too and I learned that um, with using the program Freedom because if you're not online, you can't look up Portishead anything. And so my my I use an asterisk for my XX, but I have friends who use XX, and um, and it's it's just genius. You you put it in there; Mm -hmm. it's not a big deal. And the reason we're drawn to it, I think, is because we want to procrastinate. I want to go online, and while I'm online, I might as well look at email and Twitter and and all of that. That's great. Thank you. And what would you like to plug right now? Is there an essay that listeners can go read that you'd like to tell us about? Sure.
1: You know, uh, kind of one of the the funnest projects that I have going on recently is I'm, I do a monthly tiny letter.
0: Which is great. Uh, listeners sign up for this. <laughs> I enjoy re- you. receiving your tiny letter so much.
1: Thank you. That's a high compliment. Yeah. Um, so yeah, last fall, I, I, I just needed a deadline. I needed a project. And so I started a tiny letter called first of the month where I write a short essay, um, and send on the first of every month. Um, and I'm actually, you know, September will be my, my one year tiny letter anniversary. So, so yeah, I'm excited. And it's been, it's been a really nice project to talk about, you know, seeing what I can accomplish having that monthly deadline and then also being accountable and having lovely, lovely subscribers write back and say, you know, you no, know, this was great, or you know, oh, I remember when that happened, or um, it's been really touching. Um, so that is tinyletter.com slash Courtney AJ, which is also my Twitter handle, Courtney AJ.
0: How long are those essays approximately? They're they about a, a th- fifteen hundred or so? They're a little bit less than that. I,
1: yeah. I strive for eight hundred. They're wow. more likely a thousand to twelve hundred. Um, yeah, one of the best seminars I took when I was getting my MFA was one on the 1200 word essay. And that concise frame, you know, that like very strict word limit really forces you to, you know, synthesize the story into its, its best parts, you know,
0: you get a lot of meat in there, though, you're, they're really, really juicy. I have a I have a Thank few you. letters, I really, I, I like to get the Lenny letter, but that, you know, that's. That's sometimes hit or miss with the things that are in there. Yours is never a miss. So oh, thank no, you. no pressure on you. But, um, and how, you know, this is just, this is just my curiosity, but how, yeah. um, what's, what's the last minute version of doing this? How, how late has it gotten? before you ch- oh my god
1: I have gotten up talk about getting up early I've gotten up at like 6 a.m 5 30 a.m on the first of the month to finish writing this
0: thing. I'm so glad <laughs> to hear that that's what I wanted you to say it's oh,
1: completely completely and it's like every month I do the same thing it's like I hit send and then I'm like all right Courtney like you've got four weeks
0: like, no, this time coming. you're gonna do it
1: yeah. yeah and yeah it's at the end of every month there are like a million alerts in my calendar that it's like tiny letter <laughs> tiny letters 31st what are you gonna do so
0: that is definitely great.
1: having that deadline has been
0: so helpful. Well, you are so enjoyable to read. And where can um, listeners find you besides the tiny letter?
1: Sure. Uh, my website is dot And then I'm mostly active on Twitter, which um, again is Courtney AJ, where there's a lot of pictures of, of said cat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's great. Well, thank you so much for being with me. Hang on for one second after I... I let you go and we'll chat a little bit more because I like to do that with my friends. But thanks for being on the show, Courtney. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of How Do You Write? You can reach me on Twitter, where I live, or Facebook, where I don't. And look for the show notes and more fun at HowDoYouWritePodcast.com. You can also support my Patreon and get essays on living your creative life, For as little as a dollar an essay, just go to patreon.com backslash Rachel. That's R-A-C-H-A-E-L. And now go to your desk and perform some of your own feats of writing, daring, do. Create your own process. Get to writing, my friends.